Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Today's show is pre recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cup. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Everybody out there
Excuse me. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. Something going on real good today. You ought to feel blessed today. The fact that God woke you up and gave you another opportunity. You know, every day you wake up is another chance. It's a chance for all of us to get better, to get it right, to get on the right path, to stop heading the wrong way. Every day you wake up, that's your opportunity. See, because he's going to keep waking you up because he has a plan for you. You know, I don't know, uh, you know, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know when he makes his call and, 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 you know, who gets called home when I can't explain it. I don't have that answer. I'm not him. I'm not God. I don't claim to be. I don't, I don't understand it all sometimes, but God has an amazing way. But as long as he's waking you up, I do know this. God ain't through with you yet. God has a plan for you. Your job is to identify, identify the plan. You know, that's that's clearly what I need for you to do. You know, um, oftentimes the thing that you're looking for, it's right there inside of you. You know, I, I can't tell you how many people I meet. Uh, Mr. Harvey, Mr. Harvey, can I speak to you for a minute? Yeah, man, what, what's up with you? Um, man, I was just wondering, man, I've been trying to, and I wanted to know, man, can you give me a good agent? Can you give me a good uh, lawyer? Can you give me a good... Now, look, if you got some legal problems, I understand you're going to need some help right there. But the majority of questions I get asked is about their future, about their place in this world, about their mission, about what they're trying to do, how they're trying to figure out, and then the how to go about doing it. But the answer I must remind all of you is always within yourself. It starts right there. See, a lot of people burn up a lot of time looking around, trying to find someone. If I could just meet them, if I could just get on her show, man, if all if I could just get to his show, I beat and made it. That's not that's not necessarily the case. Because, see, just like every time you put your put your uh, faith in a person or an event or occurrence or or some type of thing that you imagine yourself being in, there, and that'll do it for you. Imagine of all the people who've made it without. You know, I look at everybody talking, man, if I could get on so and so show, that'll do it for me, man. Somebody else got on that show and they blew up, man. If I could just make it to that show. Do you know how many people have made it without that? So, see, when you start focusing in on what your idea of how to make it is and your idea of how to make it does not include your relationship with God, you're spinning your wheels. Man, it's a vicious cycle you're in now. And I'm asking everybody to get out of that cycle. Get out of looking for someone and something. The answer is within you. God resides in you. That burning thing that you have that you just can't get out your head, that's a seed. God planted that there. That's a seed. It needs watering, nurturing, fertilizing. That's what it needs. 
it it didn't it don't ever say man I need that other person right there. Now there are people you will meet that will compliment you, and I can assure you that God will put you in the right place at the right time. I'm almost certain that God will introduce you to everybody you need to be introduced to to make it to wherever it is you all are trying to get to. I'm talking about you and God now. But the moment you take it into your own hands and you make the decision as to who you got to get to, you've just clouded and muddied the waters. See, God's plan for you don't really need your help. Uh Uh-oh. It needs your attention. It needs your focus. It needs your faith. And it needs your hard work. But he needs you to listen. He needs you to listen more than anything. Listen, keep the faith, and be willing to work your tail off. I don't know how you think it can happen any other way. But then again, I do because I tried to make it another way. So I had to come to the conclusion, hey, man, listen here, dog, this ain't working for you. You got to get some more God here, man. Listen to me. The answer was always within me. The, the moment I sat down with myself and told myself the truth that, hey, partner, you ain't really all that. Hey, partner, regardless as to what people are seeing and stuff, you ain't happy. Hey, partner, this really ain't about you. Hey, partner, you really ain't all that good at this. God is keeping you for a reason. Okay, hold up, Steve. Quit tripping. What I need to do. I just started talking to myself, and then I heard uh, Bishop Jakes say a couple of things. Then I was watching TV. I heard Joel Osteen say a couple of things. And I went, wow, man. Okay, cool. That's pretty slick. I'm going to try that. And when I did it, it changed my life. I am telling you, man, it has been God this whole time. And the God has been residing inside of me, just like the God resides on the inside of you. That's him talking to you, telling you, man, you ought to get it together. Man, making you feel bad. It's sending you on guilt trips. You knowing you wrong. You out there wrong. And something telling you you ought not do it. Here's how you know it's God. And Bishop Ulmer taught me this in his book. He's got, um, I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's a really good book. But it says in there, man, Bishop Ulmer was talking in this book, and he was saying, the way you know it's not God's voice is if it, it ain't no sin in it. See, how many times have you made up in your mind, I'm going to show this person or I'm going to show that person or I'm going to get this person back. You hurt me, I'm going to hurt you. You know, the Lord don't like ugly, I'll show you. Well, the Lord don't like ugly, but nowhere in that does it say for you to go show them. It doesn't say that. See, so when you strike out on that mission, you know, um, the God knows in my heart I loved you, but I got to do this because you did me wrong. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ain't got nothing to do with God right there. You can take him out of it. If it's God has no sin in it. So anytime somebody come to me talking about the Lord told me to do this to you, and that's the only reason I'm doing it, you need to get yourself right with God. I heard all them threats right there. That ain't God talking to me through you. What, are you crazy? If it's God, it has no sin in it. So you got to be careful, man, when you're talking to people. We're going to go down here and we're going to do this because this is the right thing to do. If it has something wrong going on, then it can't be the right thing to do. Took me a minute to learn that one. 
but please get that through your head so you can quit spinning yourself around. And remember, everything you're looking for is within you. It's all right there. Quit wasting your time looking around all the time. Go to your God, man. Talk to him. Go to that spirit that's on the inside of you that's calling you. Stop letting people shake your tree. At the end of the day, somebody going to be right, somebody going to be wrong. All right, y'all. We're going to have a good one today. Tripping a little bit, going through something. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology leads you to a pot of gold of top talent. Once you review your list of the most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply, so they're more likely to apply sooner. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Make no mistake about it. Uh, I think we've passed the deadline of saying Happy New Year, but we are still saying greetings to 2022 and expecting this year to be the best year of your life but you will have the best year of your life if you put out the expectation if you think it's going to be more of the same get ready because that's exactly what's going to happen i'm expecting great things in 2022 i invite you to do the same shirley strawberry carla pharrell that girl named mississippi monica jr better known as kill spates and the legend nephew tommy jr what's on your mind uh, let me ask you something. I, I need some help. Uh, let me ask you this. Huh? How many unwritten rules is it in a relationship, and how fast do they change? Oh. Well, there's not a there's there's some unwritten rules in a relationship, and they have never changed. Mm. They just there's add-ons. And yeah. let me ask you a question, since you're the one that's new to this relationship thing. What have you learned that you think is an unwritten rule? Shut your mouth. That's rule number one. Shut your mouth. That's actually rule But one you can't two. seem to understand that, though, Junior, because you keep talking about stuff that happens with us. We can't help you So mm-hmm. because we have one of those ourselves. We can't help you, though. Mm-hmm. Just shut your damn mouth. Appearing to be happy. Is that a rule? You, you mean you, for her to appear to be happy? No, or you have you. to appear to be happy? You. you. No, no. You. Your ass better get to appearing to be happy. What? Let, let me give you a big one that you're not going to believe. Yeah. If you ever get in a serious relationship and you take wedding vows, uh-huh. right after they say them vows, there's some lines in there that they just say. They don't. They ain't got nothing to do with what's going to happen. 
It's just ritual. <laughs> it's just ritual. <laughs> That's all it is. It's just you ritual. Know, here's here's one. Better off or worse. You just better get to being better. <laughs> all day. Because ain't nobody finna sit here with this worse mess too long. Speak. You can have preach. worse moments. But you're not finna shit. They just not finna sit there and watch you be worse. Right. Better get past it. Then, <laughs> there's another one. Obey. Mm. Uh, they need to take that out. Some of them have. Because I don't, I don't even know what. They're, yeah, they might as well take that out. That name. Yeah. I've None never tried to use that. mine. I've never tried to use that. I question it when I they said it for, for me. It. Yeah. <laughs> I said obey. I said that, Steve. I've, I've hoped for obedience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually wasted a couple of prayers on it. <laughs> it ain't happening yet. <laughs> but even when I asked God, could you make her obey, he chuckled. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour with the nephews, run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, we're going to start the morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? I'm going to run it back and run it back for you. You want me to run it back? That's rewind. I'm going to hit rewind. I'm going to run it back for you. This right here is your daughter bit my son. Your daughter <laughs> bit my son. Let's run that thing back, cat dog. Hello. Hello, may I speak to Kira? This is Kira. Kira Mc... This is Kira. Look, uh, do, you, do, you, do your daughter go to Little uh, Academy? Yes. Who's this? And her name is... Yes, who's this? Listen, your daughter then bit my son, uh, Joshua, on the back. My daughter bit you? No. This no. is Wilton. Who? Your daughter then bit my son. Well, 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 Wilton, slow the down. You can't just call my house and tell me my daughter bit your you son. You ain't finna sit here and be cussing at me, lady. I just said your daughter, Sakira, bit my son, Joshua, no. in the back. and I just and said look. no. I just said no. Two things. One, my daughter wouldn't bite nobody. And two, don't call my house with this tone. I call with any kind of tone I want to call with. All I'm saying is, your daughter done bit my son in the back. And I'm going to tell and you something. And all I'm saying is, don't call my house with this attitude, saying some that my daughter bit your child in the back. My daughter has manners, and she wouldn't be biting nobody in the back. What the did your how son the hell do if you know somebody gonna, the How the hell you know what your daughter going to be doing if you ain't there Because I raised my daughter. You raised the she shit? You live with your son? She ain't you but... You live with your son, or you just come in one month and try to do some kind of daddy work. Your daughter ain't but four years old. How in the hell you don't, you know her that damn well? I've been with her for four years. Where the you been? My daughter does not be biting people around in the back and the neck or anything like that. What the hell is wrong with you? Don't call my house with this attitude. Well, you, where I get, who, who, how the hell you figure I'm a weekend daddy? I, I'm calling you about what's going on with my child. Uh-huh. I, but you, I don't think you got your facts straight. So next time you call somebody to tell them about their child, Figure out everything about your child first. All I'm saying is that the people at the academy said Sakira bit my son Joshua in the back. Well, I can't understand what you're saying because I don't like your tone. So don't call me about my baby. Have her mama call me. It don't make no difference if a mama or a daddy call as long as somebody call. Hello? C- call her back, dog. Hello? Is this Kira? This is Kira. Why you hang up on me? Why are you still calling me and why are you yelling at me? My child didn't bite your child in the back. When I picked up my child, they didn't say to me, your child bit somebody in the back. Why I know you, my I, child. I you, with my child how, every day. Like I said in the first place, you, you must be some kind of weekend daddy. How come I you, know my child. How, I'm with my child every how, day. How come, are you? Are you? 
I'm with my. Like, man, I don't even know who Joshua is. She should have just hit him in the head. You, hey, what you ain't gonna do is sit here and talk about my baby. Now you asked me to lower my tone. Well, I know what I'm gonna you, do. I'm, lo- I'm gonna hang up one more. Lower minute. your, lower your. T- Hello, hello. Uh, uh-uh, call her back though. Call her back, cat. Hello. Don't hang up on me no more, don't lady. Call my number again. I'ma call you until you tell me why you, your child is beating, is, is biting my child in the back. I am not in the mood to play with you right now. You gonna mess it around and get you and your child swooped. You and your child. You know what? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Guess what? Shakira got a daddy. You talking about whipping somebody? Whip saying, Shakira's daddy. No, you have else to say. You can't call my house and threaten me and my child. If my child I'm, bit your child, well, that's what the your child deserves. He got whooped. How you my go- daughter whooped your son. This probably won't be the last time that little fat snotty nose kids get this. You ain't gonna be talking about me and my son. When the fake facts, she didn't bite him in the back. She might have whooped his. But my daughter don't play nasty Your like daughter that. bit you my son in Keep talking. You found my phone number, find my address, and have Shakira's daddy beat your I, you, what? I said bring your son over no, here. And the no, same way my baby, my, the same way Shakira whipped your baby's my baby daddy gonna whip your Bring it on. I'm coming over there and beat you and your child with a belt. You don't call a woman and tell her you coming over to beat her and her child. You come over here and beat her daddy's Come over here and beat Shakira's daddy's he don't, he don't want none of me either. Yo, you don't want this. I'm on my way over there now. Then bring it on in. Somebody gonna get that Yeah, daddy tonight. home all week. That, Not like that's your that's he ain't got no damn job. Oh, no, you, he got a job. Y'all gonna make me come over there tonight. Bring it on right now. You know you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. I'm finna you tell, tell you. Tell me something else then. You gonna get bit and your baby gonna get bit too. You gonna bite me and my baby? Shakira dad gonna whoop your can I say something to you? Say something to me then. This say nephew to Tommy from the Steve Harvey <laughs> Morning Show. You just yeah. got pranked. Nephew. Oh, oh, I am shamed. I am so shamed. You just got pranked. Oh. Your sister Glenda told oh, me. No, she, she said, did it. No, she did She said, they couldn't get me for this. She said, get my, she said, you oh. always tell me, Tommy will never get me. Oh, you I, we just, had that. Oh, I told her that wouldn't happen to me. But you can't call somebody and talk about their baby. <laughs> oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Let me, oh. I'm going to hit you man, with that, that's, that's where it can, man. Don't, don't call nobody about that child. You got my heart hurting. <laughs> Look, can I ask you something? Let me ask you something. What is yeah. the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. You <laughs> Shakira <laughs> got a dad. Okay. Shakira <laughs> got a dad. Quite clear. I'm going to be this ignorant and mo Valentine's weekend. That would be February 10, 11, 12. Huntsville, Alabama. Stand up live comedy club. The nephew will be there. Tickets are on sale right now. Let me throw also a little bit more information. This Friday night, baby. Back in stride again. Ready to Love returns with a brand new season hosted by yours truly. Five. That's Friday night. Eight, nine central. Yeah. Yeah. The nephew. Back at it again. Back at it again. What? What? We ready. We ready. A whole new crew looking for love. Come watch me navigate all through uh, 
10, 11 episodes. Come watch your boy put it down every Friday night. I'm the hottest thing on Friday, baby. You understand? I'm the hottest thing on Friday night. Check your boy out. Ready to love. We back in the Potomac again. A new crew. Not a new crew now. New cast. Check it out. I think you're going to like them. Uh, ready to love. We'll see if somebody find love. I'm going to help you get there if you want it. You know, I'm sexy on Friday night. I don't know Great if y'all show, know. Nephew. Friday night I'm sexy, okay? G- give me that, man. Give me that. <laughs> I might be ugly to y'all any other time, but let me be sexy. And Friday. we're moving on. Coming up next, <laughs> Ask the CLO. <laughs> Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Janet Jackson says her brother Michael was a bully. Cardi B is uh, awarded $3.8 million in the defamation suit against blogger Tasha K. Oh, Cardi? Plus, Tommy, now listen, actor Pink Peter Dinklage, you know who that is, Tyrion That's from my Game dude. of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yes, sir, the little dude. He's upset. He's upset about the remake of Snow White. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top he of the hour. Tommy Tom oh. will be able to help him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's that upset. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it's time for the CLO Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, and your love questions. Tanya in St. Pete says, uh, I'm a 48-year-old bus driver. Monday, one of the dads rode to school with his son because his leg is in a cast. I dropped the kids off, and the father told me he missed how good my body felt. See, we used to fool around years ago, but we're both married now. I pulled into the parking lot, and I refreshed his memory right there on the back of the bus. Cool. He said he was going to keep in touch, but he hasn't. Was sex all he really wanted? Mm-hmm. Hush that fool. Yeah. Everybody move to the back of Yeah. And yes, you refreshed his memory, and which reminded him of why mm-hmm. your ass is married and his ass is married. Uh, and that, yeah. that's all he had to say. Mm. I remember how that's, your body that was felt. it. <laughs> need to be yeah, fired. I remember how your body felt. So <laughs> I refreshed it? his memory right on the back of the bus, and it and it reminded him exactly <laughs> why y'all broke up and why you to marry somebody else and he to marry somebody. Else. Thanks for the reminder. Now, let me get off this bus. Yeah. Nothing like bus booty. Wham, (laughs) bam, thank you, ma'am. Tanya. Everybody got what they wanted. You didn't want a new husband out the deal. Mm -mm. And he didn't want a new wife out the deal. He didn't even want to keep in touch out the deal. Who all done done it on the bus, though? It's a great experience, though. I mean, come on. Who all has done it on the bus? Come on now. There we go. I got one. Can I do I see two in the zoom picture? How many has had it on the bus? Come on. Hey, thank you. <laughs> Steve, put your hand in. <laughs> Come on, Junior. Don't be shamed. Come on. Come I'm trying to think where I ain't. <laughs> yeah, I've been oh, God, oh, man. You bring up everything. Come on. Moving on. Moving on. Greyhound. Uh, he said Greyhound. Greyhound. <laughs> Crossover. How about that mega oh, though? That mega bus. <laughs> that mega bus. I ain't never been on that. I had already made it by the end. So. <laughs> but you would have though, huh? Go ahead, next one, Shirley. All right. Jameer in Dayton says, I'm in my mid-50s. I've been dating a woman that is 22 years old, 22 years younger than I am. I pay her mortgage and she drives one of my cars. She has a seven-year-old child that I've given her a lot of financial help with. Her son's father comes in and out of his life. 
and uh, she doesn't want me to be at the house when he's there. I told her that's my house, and she got upset. Am I wrong about that? Mm. Yeah. Jameer. Yeah. See, bro, once you give the money and she returns the money with the favors, that's the exchange. Now, she don't want you over to the house when the when the boy's father come over. She don't because she don't want him to know that, you know, she dating somebody to date her daddy. <laughs> so she don't want nobody to know that. So, yeah, no, that ain't that ain't your house unless you bought the house. And paying for it and got your name on it, that's, you know, but if you're just helping out, bro, sorry, it's not your house. See, dog, listen, know your role. Sugar daddy. That's your role. You the sugar daddy. That's your role, dog. You ain't really her man. You, you put together a sponsorship package. That's all that is. You the sugar daddy. You're not her man. Next question. All right, here we go. Pam in Brooklyn says, I dated a man for three years, and we broke up last month for good. He got close to my best friend, and he turned to her for advice when he and I had problems. She seemed to smirk when I told her about my breakup. She's the type that will sleep with anyone's man, and I don't put anything past him because he's hypersexual. What are the odds that he's messing with her now? Ninety-nine point nine percent. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Next question. Uh, moving on to Samaya and nine percent. And what a friend, a best friend. Okay. Samaya in Tulsa uh, writes that I had an ant problem, so I asked my cousin's husband to spray my house. I'm divorced, so he's helped me out before with odd jobs around my house. I left a housekeeper him, and when I got home, he was laid up in my bed asleep. I told my cousin to come get her man out of my bed. Mm. I guess that didn't sound right, so she thinks we're messing around. What do I do? Why you, You're so stupid. <laughs> Why you make that call? You call, <laughs> you call your cousin, whose husband been coming over your house helping you do repairs. You went out somewhere, came back, he laying across your bed sleep. You call your cousin, who is your female cousin, to tell her to come get her man out your bed. Uh-huh. And now you tripping because she think y'all been messing around together. Why did you call her? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Up. If you and the man ain't sleeping together, all you had to do was wake him up. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. What are you doing? Don't do that no more. I'm going to have to tell my cousin. You could have started there. Steve, she didn't but say what the on hell her did bed. You call she her? said in her bed. <laughs> he didn't got under the covers. He wasn't right. on the bed. He didn't got in the bed. Oh, he didn't took his shoes well, off. See, he, th- he thought you was coming home earlier. Uh-huh. He thought you was coming home earlier, and he was going to wait and have a surprise, but his ass got sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. That's oh, all is that it what was. it was, Steve? Is that yeah. how it yeah. went yeah. Yeah. Is gonna be Rule number one, if you're going to wait on a girl at her house, sit up. Sit up. If you lay across the bed, you got a problem. But if you get in that bed, though. Oh, yeah, you're gone. He was ready, though. Ta-da. He was ready for ta-da. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Nah, yeah, they got yeah. pillows and baths and scents and fabrics on their bed. Yeah, you ain't got it. Get real comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, it ain't like your bed. Man bed just got one pillow on it. And ain't no sheet between the comfort of the dude's house. <laughs> just just, yeah. just blanket. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Just blanket. That's, that's rough in it. Yeah. Then you yeah. got that blanket that you y'all still got from when the tornado came through. You know that red cross blanket that's real thick and scratched. <laughs> that's, that's the <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, that's that red cross blanket, man. I had one of them for years. <laughs> Woo-hoo. I already know. <laughs> we know you're telling me. They were passing them blankets out with the peanut butter and the powdered eggs. <laughs> Thank you, CLO. Powdered eggs. Yeah. That, that was my blanket. I hated that blanket, man. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they are actively engaging in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they pledge a staggering one billion dollars to programs, partner, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at Prudential.com slash blueprints. Well, for the second day, Cardi B celebrated a victory in court. The jury sided with her in a libel case against a vindictive blogger. The verdict awarded Cardi $1.5 million. Then on Tuesday, the judge granted her $1.5 million in punitive damages and another $1.3 million to pay attorney's fees. Altogether, the judge ordered YouTube blogger Tasha Kay to pay $3.8 million. She was found guilty of spreading malicious lies about Cardi's sexual history, drug use, and the mental capacity, get this, of Cardi's first child. Cardi released a statement uh, saying, after almost four years of repeated libel and slander against me, walking away victorious brings me great happiness. 
brings me great happiness to I, I, I think that's a step in the right direction, the Cardi B case, because I think, man, it could be the beginning of stopping some of this stuff that these bloggers Mm -hmm. and people are allowed to get away with. These are human beings that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, you think because a person is a celebrity, you got free to just use them as clickbait, Mm -hmm. where you could just want somebody just on your site, so you're going to use them as clickbait. And and, and you damage people. And, And people, I'm so sick of social media just using people for clickbait. You know, just writing malicious stories. This could go in the right direction, man, because now it's going to make people pause when you find out there can be some repercussions. That's going to cause some people to pause. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, Cardi B. Go on, Cardi B. Yep. Yeah, 3.8. I'm real happy for her, man. Congratulations. Somebody talk about me. It ain't true. Come on. Snatch (laughs) her money. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't even know Tasha K had that kind of money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tasha K going to have that kind of money. Whatever she got, she going to have to pay something. Yeah, got she'll you. have to pay something. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. And uh, moving on to other entertainment news, actor Peter Peter Dinklage, best known as Tyrion Lannister from one of our favorite shows of all times, Game of Thrones, isn't that's, happy. That's the uh, little person. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Bad boy. All right. Let me get out this. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you got no, no. Stay in. Stay in. That's all right. Yeah. He's not happy with Disney's upcoming remake of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. On a recent podcast, uh, Peter Dinklage said, "There's a lot of hypocrisy going on. Seven dwarfs living in a cave together. What the blank are you doing, man? Uh, I'm angry about the stereotypes of dwarfism." that are still perpetuated. And uh, that's what he said. Now, this is what Disney said, Steve. Disney responded to him. They released a statement saying, to avoid reinforcing stereotypes from the original 1937 animated film, we are taking a different approach with these seven characters. Mm. We've been Mm. consulting with members of the dwarfism community. So that's what Disney said. You know, it's 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 an animated fairy tale, and it happened. Mm-hmm. You know, here we here we go. We we're part of the cancel culture now. Now well, everything is gonna be a has to be film. This one's not gonna be animated. So yeah. this is this is just, yeah. this is real. It's so, real little people. It's gonna be in real time. Uh huh. That's what it okay. is. Steve. Well, I, I don't I know what they finna them. do there. I, I, I don't even know why they mess with that. Then they should have left that yeah. alone. Yeah. Yeah. Once you make it real, you turn up the volume. Yeah. So Tommy, what what what's your thought? Why did you ask Tommy? Why are you asking me? Because <laughs> you the actor on the show. I'm with Peter. If Peter don't if Peter is the head of little people. Well, so Peter know, don't I know what side you on, that's why I asked. I'm <laughs> asking you what your thoughts is. I knew. I knew. I knew. I knew. I knew. I knew. you on the side. Peter said, "What the blank?" And I say, "What the blank?" Too. We should move on. Let's get past that. Let's move on. It's a, it's a whole lot of other stories we can tell. We don't have to tell the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. It's not that necessary. It's got to be some better stories that can be written other than this. Not that there's something wrong with this one, but let's keep moving. We we back. We at 2022. Yeah, I'm like I understand. Like, look, if they had, if they was doing, uh, you know. Snow White and the Seven Big Lip People. You know, I'd be concerned about this at this point. No, you just but you would bring. be in it, though. Oh, no, nah, You would be, be in it. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. you gonna well guess who gonna be in the door for you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna take a shot. I wasn't going to say it, but I know good hell where you got to be on his side. This opportunity I have seen right here. Hey, me and Peter get together and ride in there on a dragon from the last show. That's what we'll do. We'll ride in there on a dragon. Yeah, yeah on, but on, on the same dragon. I can have my own dragon. That's, what it, that's No, no, that would really be cute. Y'all come in on the same dragon. Moving on. That would be cute. Janet Jackson. Let's get to this story. Janet Jackson said her brother was a bully. She said he made her miserable with cruel taunts about her weight. Janet makes the revelation about her childhood in the documentary Janet, which premieres Friday on Lifetime and What? She says there were times, well, she says there were times when Michael used to tease her, call her names, pig, horse, slut, or hog, cow. He would laugh about it. She said she'd laugh too, but then there was somewhere down inside that it would hurt. She says she's an emotional eater, so when she gets stressed or, or something is really bothering her, food comforts her. You're uh, fat things you bottomed know. out. You know you are. You're fat, Jenny. Things I'm bottomed fat. out when she was 11 and got her first big, big break outside the family. You know, of course, the role is Penny yeah, on Good uh, Times. Yeah, that's good. Hey, you know how many times my brothers have done something to me, man? Uh, my damn brothers uh, called me fat. That's the, I wish it had a been. My <laughs> uncle? The things he did to me, huh? I wish it all. What? All right. Janet talking about her life story. We ought to do Tommy life story like that time I pushed him down them steps. Oh, my God, that's cruel, Steve. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, we're going to talk about retirement right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Tom Brady, of course, we call him the GOAT. Tom Brady is talking about retirement now, guys. And after 16 years in New Orleans, Saints head coach Sean Payton has also decided to step away. The 58-year-old, who is the winningest coach in the franchise history and led the team to his first Super Bowl win back in 2009, is leaving the job and retiring for now. I mean, these two are thinking and doing retirement. So, Steve, the question for you is, do you know when it's time to bow out gracefully? I don't think you're even anywhere near retirement because you're still loving what you do and I mean, all of that. look, I mean, I've done it before. Mm-hmm. You know, I stepped away from stand-up. Yeah, yeah you did so, retire from stand-up. Mm-hmm. But you didn't I do have a, a, a real idea of, uh, you know, stepping away or when I think some, something's the right time to walk away from something. Mm-hmm. As far as now... I don't have any plans of retirement in the foreseeable future. The thing about my work is I like my work, so it's kind of hard. You know, it ain't like I'm outside, you know, putting tar on bridges like I used to or working at Ford Motor Company on the assembly line or something like that. Or getting you know, hit I actually every... enjoy going to work. <laughs> getting hit every place. Mm-hmm. That's different. Yeah, you know, Sometimes so I actually enjoy mm-hmm. my work, so I don't really know that I'll be – Leaving anytime soon. Mm-hmm. You know, they start cutting pay, I'm going to get out. <laughs> That's the only way you get out, they start cutting money back. Start cutting money, we talk about something else. But, you know, as a person who's been in the business a, quite a long time and you now have another hit show with Judge Steve on Tuesday nights on ABC and Hulu, um, check Woo, out the hard to get out now. Yeah. You yeah. better talk about it. <laughs> But but the thing you know the saying leave leave while you're on top. Mm-hmm. Do, do you think about that as well? Yeah. Oh, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I'll leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I pray that's how I leave on top, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, I mean, it's such a blessing, man, because the other thing of it is, is uh, I've been very fortunate and, and, and given a lot of grace in my life to be able to constantly reinvent myself. So I always feel like yeah. I'm doing something new. You know, it's hard to get tired when you're yeah. doing something new. You know, we've, yeah. we've been doing this radio show together, Shirley, for 22 years now. But yeah, this year makes 20 because it's different every day. <laughs> it's an every adventure. Every day is different. <laughs> yes. I mean, like coming in here, man, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, it's I like a cool yes. way to work, you know. And you know we don't. I turned it <laughs> with you. <laughs> we uh-huh. have no idea what we'll you're going to sure. do. I said, we have no idea yeah, what I'm, you're going to do. No. You know we have no idea. And that's the refreshing thing about it. Exactly. You know, you, you never know what it. I'm going to say, you know. I'm predictable. Like I'm, I'm thinking of something real crazy right now to say, but I, but I filtered it and I decided. Oh, look at the time. Uh, coming up at 34 yeah. minutes after the hour, we're going to check your voicemail, Steve. 877-29-STEVE. 877-29-STEVE right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time to, to check Steve's voicemail. And listen, if you would like to leave Steve a voicemail, call him at 877-29-STEVE, 877-29-STEVE. You can hear your message on the radio. Steve, here we go. This is a caller named Steve uh, from Cleveland talking about uh, haters. Uncle Steve, this is nephew Steve from Cleveland, 97th and Amsel, right off Superior. Just listen, and you talked about the haters. Man, God will make a footstool out of your haters because he's going to put that eternal weight of glory on you. So you need a lot of haters to hold you up when that weight of glory hits you so you can step on up into God's grace and goodness and his purpose for your life. Love you, Uncle Steve. Be safe. Love your nephew, Tommy, and love the ladies. And love Junior as well. Peace. Peace. My man, 97 for the answer. Down there off the cloud. Woo-hoo! I'm talking about where the sun down alone down now, boy. You know Woo! exactly where that, that is. That boy huh? from the heat. What? Come <laughs> <laughs> through there on your bike, you need to know somebody. Come through there on your bike, you need to know somebody. Okay. okay. <laughs> Lord don't have a flat tire over there. Lord. <laughs> the Lord. You been there? <laughs> you going home with ass whooping and no bike. <laughs> That was love. All right, I appreciate that one. Yeah, that was nice. Next caller, Miss Carolyn, about haters as well, about your closing remarks. Mm -hmm. Steve, this Carolyn. Listen, forget about those haters. I got a lot of them. They don't like me because I dress. I make myself up. I'm 74 years old, and I try my best to look good 24-7. But when you got haters... That keep telling you that you're not good enough or you can't do this, that only makes me do it even better. And that's what you have done. Keep up the good work. Don't worry about the haters. They make you better. Oh, hey. Miss Carolyn. No, Steve, you know yeah, they're talking they about your closing remarks. The Was it last week when you talked about haters, how they've made you stronger? Yeah. Man, you know, I, I was saying the other day, is what one of my favorite closing remarks? Mine too. Yeah. It's one of my favorite because, you know, after turning 65, I've learned so much. I've been around the sun 65 times. That's a lot of trips. And I've learned a lot. And it took me a minute to learn about them haters. But after I figured it out, 
and saw the purpose that they serve in your life, why you have to have them. And Bishop Jake said something about haters the other day. I was watching him on Instagram. He said, you only have haters because you winning. Mm. You don't get haters when you losing. Right. You, you don't get haters when you ain't doing nothing. Right. You get them when you winning. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they reach. mad as you and it ain't them. That's right. All right, we have one more call uh, from Welch, okay. West Virginia, someplace you know what? Well, Steve. You better uh-huh. shut up. You better <laughs> shut up. I know you ain't got a call from Welch, West Virginia. Let me hear it. Hi, Mr. Steve Harvey. Uh, this is Dr. Elon here. Such a blessing you are. And not only to me, but my whole entire family. We're from Welch, West Virginia. My grandma is going to turn 100 on April 3rd. Her name is Ophelia Harris. And uh, we just wanted a shout out because she loves watching Family Feud and and hearing and seeing your voice. You're such an inspiration. And may God continue to bless you. And um, just want to let you know your, your family, Welch, West Virginia, is in the house. We listen to you. We love you. We support you. All the Harris family. Thank you, Steve Harvey. Talk soon. Now, we knew some Harris's when I lived there. Really? If you, if, if so, if it, because Welch is small. Ain't no thousand people, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It, it's small. Mm-hmm. If, if her mother, Ophelia Harris, is 100 years old, mm-hmm. I promise you, she know my mom and daddy and that whole linkage down there. Wow. So happy birthday, Miss Ophelia Harris. Slick. Uh, Harvey, better known as Jesse, better known as Slick, and Illos Vera Harvey. Illy. Mm. They said happy birthday to you. Holler right. number what? Holler <laughs> number nine. <laughs> what? Coming what? up next. Coming up next, it is the nephew and today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, this cannot be my life. We'll get into that in just a bit. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? I got Repo Man. Repo Man. You've been there before. You didn't came outside and it was gone. Let's go. Cat dog. Repo Man. Hello? I'm trying to reach a please. This hell. How are you? My name is uh, Robert. I'm with the uh, collection agency. You do own a uh, Sierra 2003 GMC truck. Am I correct? Yeah. Okay. We don't show that we've had any payments uh, within the last, I guess, about three, close to four months now. And we want to try and stop having to come in and repossess it. Maybe we give you a chance to uh, bring your payment in, but we haven't had a payment from you in about four months, sir. No, I just want to pay my truck. I had chance from Financial, I'm with the other, um, the other bank. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know with them no more. Yeah, I've been paying all the time. It's direct deposit from my account. I ain't worried about that. Well, uh, I'm with, they've, they've turned you over to, to us. I'm with, uh, collection agency, and we haven't gotten anything from, I don't, I don't show any, uh, any paperwork here on the computer at all that we've had any payments made within the last four months. So that's why they... No, I've been paying it. And I, don't, I don't know how they turned it over to y'all without my permission. They can't never turn my my, uh, my tires and my truck over to y'all and pay y'all. I don't even know y'all. Well, I understand that, sir. What happens is if you haven't paid it in a certain amount of time, it actually comes over to the collection agency, and that's what they've done. They've actually sent it over to us. Uh, and they've given us uh, pretty much all the information on you. I guess it's a, a goldish type of color uh, Sierra 2003 GMC truck, from my understanding. Am I correct? Yeah, 
have my truck. Okay. Um, now, what I'm going to need from you today, Jeremy, is for you to come in uh, and make a payment to us this evening for four months, so we can so, so we don't have to come in and repossess your truck. And I don't want to have to do that. But I, if I have to send a wrecker out there to you, I have your address on file as well. I don't want to have to send anybody out to pick it up. Hey, hold on, partner. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Y'all not coming get my truck, and I'm not paying y'all for for no four months. I've been paying my truck no all time every month. That's a done deal. Sir, I don't want to get in a back and forth with you, but I'm telling you exactly how it's going to go. Now, I'll come out there and repossess it myself, but I'm telling you. Hey, um, look, 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 partner, slow down. Look, that's not, that's not even um, where we got to go with that. Don't be, you don't need to be screaming and fussing and, and chaotic and come get it yourself and all that stuff. You ain't my truck my truck that's gonna be that all right, wait, 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 hang on let's back up because i'm a man just like you man what do you mean it's gonna that's gonna be that what are you saying what are you what are you what are you saying to me son i'm, 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 I'm telling you look son look i'm telling you that i, I, I pay my truck note and, and that's a final I, I don't know i don't know who you is. Well, let's get I, i've already stated to you before i'm with an agency and let's get one thing straight you don't tell me i tell you now hey come you, on, hey, hey. Dude, calm down. We're on the phone. It, it don't make no sense talking, you know, um, over the phone and whatnot. You can come. You can come get the truck. My truck right here at work. I'm right here. You can come. You can come try to get my truck. You can come over here. Sure, I'm already aware of where you work in the whole nine yards. Now, I don't. I'm, I'm trying to be as uh, cordial with you as I can. Now you can. You talk about coming get my truck when I tell you I be paying my. So you know you should have dropped down and be like, all right, I'm gonna check with somebody else and check with somebody else to make sure I'm I'm right and then call me back. I'm telling you, you haven't paid anything. That's what I'm telling you. I've got it listed on the computer. You've been turned over, an agency, and you haven't done it. You haven't done a thing. Well, you stupid. You 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 raising your breath, screaming and hollering over the phone like that, that, cause that ain't gonna do me or, me or you no good. But you ain't getting no money from me, and you ain't coming on my truck. Well, matter of fact, you could come on my truck. I'm I'm, I'm gonna be at my truck and I'm gonna wait on you. What time are you gonna be there? It doesn't make any difference, sir. You're gonna get repossessed tonight if I don't get four months payment. Tonight? Brought definitely. If I don't get yeah. four months payment brought into me, collection agency, your truck will be taken care of. Oh, before... Hold on, hold on. Listen, man, hold on. If I get that shit. You kind of kind of serious. Go f on my truck. Hey, let's stop screaming at me over this phone, partner. You quit cursing at me. That's what's wrong with you, man. Man, you got me twisted. Look, look, my truck parked right outside. You can come over here and get it. I'll be sitting on there waiting for you. Look, you know what? I'm at the point I don't give a about this job. I'm ready to come kick your That's what I'm ready to do. Call him back, cat. <laughs> Hanging up the phone. You stand here like a man and you handle your problems. Hey, hold on. I, I'm at work. I can't be dealing with that man. I'm, I gotta go back to work, bro. You stop calling my I'm phone. At, I, I'm at work too, doing my job the same way you're doing yours. Hey, well, well make your money. Do, do your job. Come get the truck. I got one more thing I want to say to you before you go. Are you listening? Man, I'm listening. What you, what you say, partner? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by sh- you are you all right man <laughs> no i'm not all right I'm on, I'm on top of this roof man i'm, I'm talking to my cooler i'm upset <laughs> you got me about the job on this roof trying to get to my truck she told me oh, she told man. me man she said that boy loved that truck yeah that's my truck man that's my, that's my, that's my only transportation man that's too much for the work
Hey, man. Oh, man, you got my temper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it, bro. You got it pretty good. <laughs> hey, I got to ask, man, I gotta man. ask you, man. Tell me, brother, what is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Oh, no doubt. Steve Hall, the show. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, baby. No doubt. That was Play funny. too much. <laughs> nice little teaspoon of stupid for y'all this morning. I hope y'all enjoyed it on your way to work this morning. Teaspoon? That's the nephew. Yeah. That's yeah. all that was, a teaspoon? Uh, it might have been two teaspoons. Wasn't, wasn't no more than two. Wasn't no more than two. Just, a little small dosage of stupid. The big dosage comes when I hit the stage grabbing that microphone. That would be in Huntsville. That would be February. Huntsville, Alabama, actually. And that would be February 10, 11, 12. February 10th, my son, your birthday boy is coming up. Trey, the third. That's my man. Okay. What else I got? Anything else I need to tell everybody about? Ready to love? Ready to love! Friday night, baby. It's a brand new season in Washington, D.C. One more again. So that's two in Atlanta. That's two seasons in Houston, Texas. Two seasons, Washington, D.C. What could possibly be after D.C.? I'll let you know soon. But right now, this Friday, get ready for Washington, D.C. Brand new season hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy. That's Friday night. Nine eight central. Did you hear me? Nine eight central. The nephew. I'm I'm, I'm pretty much the love doctor. I'm sexy. I got some sense. I'm suave. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm helping people. Oh my God! You ought to see me. <laughs> I can't believe myself sometimes when I look at it. But that's me. All right. You, you suave. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't used that one in a while. I'm suave. <laughs> Devil man, old, suave, suave, and devil man. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to, you know, being supportive of you, bro, and everything, cause you know, man, nice, it's hard, really it's nice. hard hearing you say these things about yourself. Well, like what? Well, what? what, what I'm, I'm not say? lying about nothing. What, what's wrong? Yeah. What should he say? Clearly, when I know better. <laughs> what should he say? This oh, other sorry. word start with S that could start with the truth. You know, well, come on. like in this uh, format, Ready for Love, I find myself for the first time not being short of <laughs> swag. Uh, I find myself, I said not, not being short of swag. How about you know, this S? Sex the S. Sex. Sex. Oh. That's how you promote it. You don't promote it with short. You don't do that. No, see... You don't think so? I find it refreshing that there are those people who consider my me being short sexy. You know, it's a way to put that word in there where it has. Me. Short and sexy? <laughs> I don't like that. that. See, see how hard that is? <laughs> yeah, if you was a woman, that could. There's a lot of short and sexy women, but there ain't no short, sexy men, though. Hard to be a short, sexy man. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> All right, listen. Coming up next, Tall, Strawberry dark, Letter. Tall, dark, and handsome is the running theme of most women. <laughs> Coming up next, Strawberry Letter subject, this cannot be my life. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Prudential knows that no community is a monolith and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they are actively engaging in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they pledge a staggering one billion dollars to programs, partner, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. It's estimated that 85% of all customer service interactions are automated. Customers are the lifeblood of all business. Do you really want to put that responsibility in the hands of a robot? We're Ruby, the team of remote receptionists who answer all your calls and chats live. We take messages, transfer calls, answer questions, and treat everyone like your most valuable customer. We are real people who really care. Visit ruby.com. Or better yet, call us at 844-900-RUBY. Grow your business with Ruby. All right, guys, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter because what? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You never know. It right could be now. yours. You never know. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, this cannot be my life. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 35-year-old female with a cute face and a small waist. I haven't had any trouble meeting men, but I've had trouble keeping a man. That's all behind me now because I'm seeing a man that caters to me, respects me, and will do anything he needs to do to put a smile on my face. He thinks ahead and is a great planner. We've been dating almost a year, and he wants to go on an anniversary trip, so I think he might be ready to propose. I got rid of all my exes, and I changed my life around to make sure my past is in the past. I stopped hanging out, and I stopped posting suggestive pictures on social media because I wanted to have a queen-like behavior for my king. Our first date was at his house, and we had grilled steaks, a lot of wine, and a lot of great conversation. He told me up front that he wants to be married, but he wants the option to have more than one woman in his life, if it's okay with his wife. I love women, too, so we have that in common. Throughout our relationship, Mm -hmm. we have had six different girls in our bed. I submit to him in bed and do whatever he tells me to do, and it drives him wild. We've been... Huh? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, been We've been to counseling together because his last girlfriend got jealous and flipped out on him, so he thought it would help me. Here's my problem, though. My mother and I are very close, so she is aware of what's going on in my relationship. She doesn't condone it, And she told me if my boyfriend proposals, she will be out of my life for good. I told her I cannot believe this is my life. 
with such a handsome, caring, and open man. I may never find another man that I'm this compatible with. Why is my mother being so judgmental, and why is she forcing me to make a choice? Well, I don't think she is, but if your mother is forcing you to make a choice, as you say in the letter, she wants you to choose you in this instance. She doesn't want you to marry a man who wants other women. Your mom doesn't want her beautiful daughter having threesomes and being some man's sex slave that... That's just how a parent thinks. That's that's just a parent. I mean, do you honestly think this is the way to keep a man? Uh, now, does your mom want you to be happy and live your life and all of that? Of course she does, yes. But she wants you to be your own woman on your own terms, not because that's what this man wants. You say you like women too, right? But but can you spend time with them alone? Can you, you know, and not with him and all of that? I, I highly doubt it because it doesn't sound like he cares what you want uh, as long as you submit to him and continue to drive him wild, like you said in the letter. No parent's ever going to give their blessing to this kind of marital arrangement. It, it's just too one-sided. All him, no you. Uh, and for that reason, your mom will never like him. That's why she says she's out. She doesn't want to support this. And as a mother myself, I, I can tell you that um, there may not be anything I can do about it, but I would never agree to my daughter being with a guy like this either. No. Steve? Very, very well said, being a mother, y'all. So I like your response. This letter has so many yeah. ignorant, statements in it throughout the letter that I almost don't know how to respond to this letter, but I want to go to the very last line of the letter. And after this letter, this girl says, why is my mother being so judgmental and why is she forcing me to make a decision? After this ignorant-ass letter that I'm about to read, that's what your takeaway was. Right. Why is my mother being so judgmental? Well, let's read this letter out loud. This is Michelle, I'm a 35-year-old female with a cute face and a small waist. I haven't had any trouble meeting men, but I've had trouble keeping a man. Well, and after you read this letter, we about to find out why. <laughs> Let's go. Here we go. That's all behind me now because I'm seeing a man that caters to me, respects me, and he would do anything he needs to do to put a smile on my face. He thinks ahead and is a great planner. So let me show you how great of a planner he is and how far he think ahead. Let me go skip down to this line in the letter. He told me up front that he wants to be married, but he wants the option to have more than one woman in his life, if that's okay with his wife. Yeah, that's what I call good-ass planning there. Oh, yeah, he was planning. Sound, sound kind of like a plot, but yeah. if you want to call it a plan, okay, lady. He was planning ahead. And he thinks ahead. Yeah, now, he done told your stupid ass this piece of information to see how it's set with you the first. Okay, now let's go back up the letter. He thinks ahead as a great planner. We've been dating almost a year, and he wants to do an anniversary trip, so I think he might be ready to propose. Now, here's what the line where she starts telling on herself. I got rid of all my exes. Wait a minute. If you have an ex... Why would you have to get rid of them? <laughs> See, but we're dealing with somebody who keeps all her exes in her life. So she keeps, I had to get rid of all my exes. I changed my life around to make sure 
My past is the past. That means she done done a lot of sketchy stuff. I stopped hanging out and stopped posting suggestive pictures on social media because I wanted to have queen-like behavior for my king. All right, when we come back, I'm going to close out on Yeah. Hang on. We'll get part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject for today's Strawberry Letter, this cannot be my life. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, this cannot be my life. Well, let's get on with this nutty-ass letter entitled, This Cannot Be My Life. 35-year-old female got a cute face and a small waist, has never had trouble meeting men, but has been having trouble keeping them. And I'm about to tell you why. She met this guy, she says, that's a great planner. We'll get into that. We've been dating almost a year, and he wants to go on an anniversary trip, so I think he might be ready to propose. Boy, she ain't got the cart in front of this horse right here, horse in front of this cart. Watch this ignorant mess right here. I got rid of all my exes. Now, like I said before, if they're your exes, why would you have to get rid of them? Hmm. But this is a woman that hangs on to a lot of people. And I changed my life around to make sure my past is in the past. See, you can't all of a sudden erase your past. I can tell you that right now. So I don't know what you think you done done to make sure your past is in your past, but it don't work like that, lady. You just can't wipe the slate clean yourself. I mean, God can forgive you for anything, but you can't just, mm-mm, too many people go. And then I stopped hanging out and I stopped posting suggestive pictures on social media because I want to have queen-like behavior for my king. Now, let me explain something to you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the way y'all met was on social media. Mm. So this man that you're going out on this date with on your first date that you're about to describe, before you took the pictures off and found out he was your king, that's how y'all hooked up. He saw the suggested picture. Mm -hmm. He been on your Facebook page. He know how many friends you got. He know you wild. That's why y'all out on this date. So now on our first date was at his house. And we had grilled steaks and a lot of women. It'll kill me when women go over a man's house and they get a steak and they think that's high end. It's just food. <laughs> that's all it is. It's just a uh-huh. damn piece of meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had grilled steaks. Well, how, what, what you? The only person that boils a steak in a crock pot is Shirley Strawberry. Hey. The rest of us grill our steaks. <laughs> so that ain't nothing new. The only one. And you had a lot of wine and a lot of great conversation. He told me up front he wants to be married, but he wants the option to have more than one woman in his life. This is okay with me. <sighs> then here's the line that sets it off. I love women too. So we had that in common. That ain't nothing to have in common. Throughout our relationship, we have had six different girls in our bed. I submit to him in bed and do whatever he tells me to do, and it drives him wild. It drives anybody wild. Hell, if you do everything I tell you to do, hell, who ain't finna go wild for that? I can't even get my wife to watch the damn same TV show I want to watch. Hell yeah, that'll drive me wild. (laughs) Try that on. We've been to, now here's the other part. We've been to counseling together because his last girlfriend got jealous and flipped out on him. So he thought it would help me. 
Here's mm-hmm. my problem, though. What? Wait a minute. Y'all went to counseling because his last girlfriend flipped out on him, and he thought counseling would help you. What kind of swinger counselor he going to <laughs> to help y'all get through this right here? <laughs> Here's the other part. My mother and I are very close, so she's aware of what's going on in my relationship. Wait a minute, hold up. You told your mama this? You told your mama this. She doesn't condone it, and she told me that if my boyfriend proposes, she would be out of my life for good. I told her, I can't believe this is my life with such a handsome man, caring and open man. I may never find another man that I'm this compatible with. Why is my mother being so judgmental? Why is she forcing me to make such a choice? Wait a minute, hold on, lady. All this crazy mess in this damn letter, you worried about why your mama being judgmental? You don't see the craziness in this letter? The six girls in y'all's bed? This anniversary trip y'all going on where you think he fitting to propose. Propose to you for what? Let me ask you a question. Why would he marry you? When he getting everything he want from you, what's to marry? He done had six different girls in y'all's bed. He told you in the beginning he wants to get married. He'd love to get married one day, but he wants a woman in his life uh, that's okay with him having other women. He didn't say he wanted to marry you. Once again, here's a woman plugging herself into the equation. He did not say he wanted to marry you. And even if you do get married, what are y'all's vows for? <laughs> yeah. To cleave only unto her. Which which one of these vows y'all want to break first? To love and honor. Which one you want to break first? For better or for worse. Y'all already in the worst relationship you can be in. So all you can do is get married and hope it get better. Marry him for what? What is the you? What do you need a holy matrimony or a, a ceremony for? To bless what? Married for what? Girl, yeah. you crazy. <laughs> for real. Your mama don't want to talk to you no more, and don't write us no more either. We don't want to talk to you anymore. Either. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for Junior and Sports Talk. Junior, what you got? Oh, first of all, we got to say congratulations to uh, Big Poppy for making it to the enshrinement of the Hall of Fame in baseball. But there was some sad news, man. Mm. My heart goes out to Barry Bonds this morning, man. He's no longer on the ballot. That was his 10th and final time. He will not really? be. Yeah, man, he has uh, one more shot at it, and that's go through a committee, the Golden Age Committee, who will have to be the ones that select him into the Hall of Fame. But it Golden voted on. Age Committee. Say yeah. that to yourself. Golden <laughs> you know age. who that means. You know what that who means. Who is that? Old white oh. men. Oh. Old, old ass white men. <laughs> that's Been in it, the Writers man. Association for years. Yeah. For damn near former slave owners. And I don't understand this man Because just look at his resume And you tell me he don't deserve to be in there 14 time All-Star 7 time National League MVP 8 time Gold Gold Glove winner 12 time Silver Slugger Award winner That means he had the highest batting average For the season 
Career Major League Baseball home run leader with 762. Career Major League Baseball walks leader with 2,558 walks. And the single season home run leader with 73. And he's the only player with 500 home runs and 500 stolen bases. The only player with that can't even get into the Hall of Fame. And, it, and it's like kind of hypocritical to me, Unc, because when he was hitting all these home runs, how much money was baseball making then? See, see, they, they use him for that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes time for him to get into the Hall of Fame, hey, man, you already a Hall of Fame in my eyes, man. You already in there. They're talking. To- they're doing all of this because they're talking about his steroid use. Right. The majority of this was ever before the notion of steroids was brought up. Absolutely. And these people are the most hypocritical. Pete Rose should be allowed back in baseball. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. He's banned for baseball. It it doesn't make any sense because he betted on baseball games. All the games he betted on, he's betting on himself. Some other people who was on on the final ballot, Roger Clemens, that was his final year on the ballot. He didn't get in. He only had 65% of the vote. You need 75 to get in. Kurt Schilling, he was on his final year of the ballot. He won't be getting in. And Sammy Sosa, his final year of the ballot, he only had 18.5% of the vote. He will not be getting in as well. Alex Rodriguez didn't get in either. So I don't know how they're going to change this up, man. But I feel for you, Barry. Man. Well, Sammy Sosa, Sammy Sosa can reapply. And he can go in as the into white man he has to He's white man. the white man as he is. It's not over for him. Right back. <laughs> With the no, it ain't over. He should be the real Thank you, Junior. White dude <laughs> Thank you, Steve, for that laugh. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about changing for your significant other right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith, and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they are actively engaging in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they pledge a staggering one billion dollars to programs, partner, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com blueprints. Hi, I'm Ruby, the remote receptionist who makes small businesses feel like giants. We answer all your calls live from right here in the U.S. We take messages, answer questions, route calls, and more 24-7. We do everything an in-house receptionist does, only better, because we specialize in turning every ring into a relationship. Experience Ruby for yourself and see why thousands of businesses trust us to represent them over the phone. Visit ruby.com, or better yet, call us at 844-900-RUBY. Grow your business with Ruby. Kanye West and his new girlfriend, Julia Fox, made their red carpet debut as a couple in Fashion Week, uh, at Fashion Week in Paris. They were wearing matching denim outfits. It it just screams Kanye. Uh, They were later spotted wearing matching leather outfits. So here's today's question. Have you ever changed your look for a significant other? Uh, and, and what else have you changed about yourself because of a partner? 
And, and do you like this change or do you regret this change? You're happy with the fact that you changed or, or, or what? So have you changed your look for someone? Have I ever changed my look for a significant other? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, dressing-wise, you know, whatever it might be. Marjorie, hell yeah. <laughs> she changed you. <laughs> All these damn changes you done seen is causing her. What the hell? Uh-huh. What the hell? You think I'm sitting around somewhere thinking of this? <laughs> she got me out them big suits. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Change and you're styles. happy about All it. All that. Mm-hmm. Do you regret it? Or are you happy about it? No, hell no. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need somebody to help you see yourself differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, let's let, let me just say this, like 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 Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa has been denied entry into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Somebody talked to Sammy and got him to change his look. <laughs> so even though this is Sammy Sosa's final year on the ballot, all Sammy got to do is use them same stats and resubmit his photos <laughs> so they can see that he white now. Yeah. Sammy can get in. We're talking about significant others. And he's at breaking the color barrier. (laughs) (laughs) Historical. (laughs) All right. So so what about quit calling yourself Sammy and and call yourself Samuel. Cause they like beer. Samuel Adams is a very powerful beer. White folks love beer. So if you change your name to Samuel. (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead, Shirley. What what about you, Tommy and Junior? Tommy, you go first. Have you changed for a significant other for your wife? Yeah, yeah, I've changed. It might not be your style or your wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, just just slow down, chill out, don't argue, quit tripping. I'll be on chill. I'd be on. Now I go outside and scream to the to the to the to the to the to the moon. I screamed loud outside. But you are better. Come yeah. on back inside. You act are like ain't nothing happened. You were such a hothead. <laughs> I mean, ready, set, go. I, I used. To, I just used to. Uh, you know, if I just if, if I felt like I was right, I needed it to be known. Now if I know I'm right, mm, you're right. But going outside, shut up. You but what's your right. theory on that, Steve? What you're saying on that? You can be right or what? You always Listen say. to me. That's rule number one of marriage. You can be happy or you can be right. <laughs> you get to pick right one of them you want every day, fellas. <laughs> you get to pick which one you wants to be every day. Uh-huh. You go ahead on in there trying to be right. Go on in there, your stupid <laughs> ass. Go on. <laughs> Junior, you don't know nothing about this, but it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Huh? <laughs> but are you learning anything, yeah. Junior? Oh, I'm, I'm learning a lot. With this know. combo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I'm learning a lot. What, what have you learned today? Well, you know, just damn being right. Out the cuff. Right It does. It absolutely does nothing. It yeah. does nothing. Right. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Right. I, change for a partner? I mean, yeah, you could I tell have... Junior. Junior might be going through something. Because mm-hmm. all you got to do is watch his mood swings. Look at him now. Eyes half <laughs> shut. Very different from the other day. <laughs> He's sitting in a chair rocking sure. right now. Are you going through something, yeah. Junior? No. Holding no, I'm himself, good. arms I'm just, folded. 
<laughs> see, see, that's that sharp denial. Are you yeah. going through something, Drew? No! No! Damn, damn, this scared. <laughs> Tried to snap itself out of it. Are you going through anything? No! No! Too fast. All right. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, Carla is here with music news. What you got today, Carla? It was never a question that the Super Bowl halftime show was going to be epic when it was announced. Dr. Mm -hmm. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar are all performing. Woo, it's going to be really Really, really off the chain. Have you guys seen the trailer? Oh my god! For yes. the tease yes. for yes. it, it looks really, really good. And also, Pepsi has teamed up with director we all know, F. Gary Gray. Mm-hmm. He's going to uh, create this commercial called The Call. Actually, it's called The Call, and it shines a light on each of them and their impact to the music industry. So I'll be interested to see that. This is going to be a huge halftime show for the Super Bowl going down. Tommy just reminded us February 13th Valentine's Day weekend so we will be watching and more music news quickly Janet Jackson her documentary airs this weekend on Lifetime I think it's yeah this weekend two part documentary and uh, um, side note, I'm going to be listening to all Janet all weekend. Miss Jackson, <laughs> if you're nasty, Janet I got to download. Yes, it's going to be a Janet weekend. Huge I Janet Jackson fan. So I'll be watching that as Me well. Too. And that's your music news right there. We're all a part of the Rhythm Nation, Carla. Thank you. Yes. Control. All right, coming up. Coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll play a round of Would You Rather with the fellas <laughs> right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And it's time now to play a round of Would You Rather. Let's just jump right in. Would you rather have the details of your financial life or uh-huh. your love life made public? Mm. Show y'all this money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can go we on. I'll open up all these banks. So you can see everything I've got over there. Yes, sir. And the quiet one. The would rich man. Have, uh-huh, would you, and who's very quiet. Would you rather have the details of your financial life or of your love life be made public? Oh, yeah. And we're waiting. <laughs> Deep breathing. <laughs> Go ahead and jump. That's what you tell people. Jump. Uh-huh. Either way. Either way. Yeah. You do. Either way what? It's an issue. It don't matter. It don't really matter, huh? Or go to prison for four years. Take that four. It's that option. No, no. There's no C. Prison? You're willing to go to prison? D block. Go anyway. You gonna go go anyway? So so. I probably have to go and do the money. Yeah, he can't. What? Yeah, I had to go and show the money. Steve, you could, what? Huh? I'm shocked. Yeah. What is going on? Why we don't ask y'all? Why we don't ask y'all these questions sometimes? Because it's for the comedians on the show. Yeah, we'll, okay. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I, would I wouldn't care uh-huh. nothing. You know nothing about me on Master. What? <laughs> See? <laughs> See? 
He going over it in his mind. Yeah. What? Yeah. Where was he? Yeah. Go to page 15 and look at this on the uh, fifth row. Who? Fifth <laughs> Did y'all hear about this? <laughs> Will be a shock, Steve? <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, Where was y'all at? Hey, Justin. Hey. Hey. So you hey. have your finances revealed? Hey. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Go ahead. Next, next forty. Oh, oh, we're getting out of this one. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather? Uh, would you? <laughs> I'd rather know rather... these questions ahead of time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> would you rather eat pizza or ice cream as the only food for eternity? Which one? Pick one. Pizza. Would you rather eat pizza? pizza. pizza. It's got to be that pizza. Pizza's yeah, hot. Pizza. Yeah, yeah, hot. Yeah, pizza. Yeah. Pizza. Hot. Yeah. I love ice cream, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm topping. Yeah. 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 I'm lactose cream to top As soon as I get up in the morning, I got to eat some damn ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> you running out I'm of flavor. Grits or something. <laughs> They're both dairy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> That's today's edition of Would You Rather. Coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, it is our last break of the day. And, of course, we will have some closing remarks from our fearless, le- fearless leader, the one and only Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith, and we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they are actively engaging in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they pledge a staggering one billion dollars to programs, partner, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. All right, here we are, guys. Last break of the day on this Thursday. Wow, time is flying. Yeah, quick mm-hmm. week, huh? It's about it to be February in a minute. Almost, buddy. yeah. One down, <laughs> yeah, 11 to go, to right? <laughs> yeah, you're right, Tommy. <laughs> and of course, Steve. Black history. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let me ask you a question. I was thinking about this to encourage people. Uh, I wanted to say this to you in closing. The right time is now. That's the subject. The right time is now. What are you waiting for? Do you know how many people never start the pursuit of their dreams and the pursuit of their happiness because they keep waiting on the right time? Well, I have news for you. The right time is now. If you're waiting on all the ducks to get lined up in a row, if you're waiting on all the stars to align themselves, if you're waiting on the tide to come in, if you're waiting on the, the, the right set of circumstances, if you're waiting on everybody to say the right thing, if you're trying to get confirmation from all the people in your circle, you're never going to start. It's never going to happen. If you're waiting until the time is perfect, you, you're not going to get there. 
the perfect time is now. See, now starts the process. Every time you delay the start of the process, you move back another opportunity because the opportunity is in front of you is today and it's now. A big part of people not succeeding, though, is not only do they want the timing to be right and the right time to everything to be lined up, but they also want to know the way all the way to the end. That's not how this works. If you make one step, he'll make two. But you first have to make a step. You got to do something. Some of these steps are time consuming. You don't just take a step and then another step and they come right back to back to back. You're going to have challenges and setbacks and delays along the way. But you got to keep making steps. You're going to fall along the way. But you got to get back up and got to keep making steps. You're going to get it wrong sometimes. But you got to get back up and keep making steps. You're going to go off in the wrong direction sometimes. But you got to turn around, come back, retract your steps and get on the right path. But the time to do it is now. As long as you delaying it, man, all you're doing is blowing it. You're blowing it because once, once the devil realizes and sees the way to get you to procrastinate, he going to present it in all types of angles for you. He going to put it in all shapes and forms. If it just takes that to throw you off course to keep you from starting, he'll keep presenting that opportunity and he'll repackage it over and over and over and over because his one job is to make sure that you never accomplish what God created you to be. That's his job, is to rob you of your destiny. Y'all, stop doing it to yourselves. It's 2022. You got to start. You got to go for it. The time is now. Stop waiting on it to line up. It's not going to line up. It doesn't line up like that. That's not how it works. Making the decision to be successful is hard because it's gonna require you to do some things that take you out of your comfort zone. But that's where your success is. Success is outside of the comfort zone. If you stay in your comfort zone, I'm telling you, that's where you're going to fail. Keep being comfortable. You're gonna fail right there. Keep making sure that everything feel good to you. You're gonna fail right there. Keep on making sure you don't stress yourself out and you don't put yourself in. You don't take no chance and you don't put yourself under no un, 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 undue pressure. Make sure you don't take no unnecessary risk. Keep on. You're going to fail right there. Stop doing that to yourself. Stop going back to the thing that you're always comfortable with. Most people can't move forward because they keep going back to where they was comfortable. I know people, man, that's talking about moving forward with their life, but they can't move forward with their life because they keep going backwards. I'm going to move back over here. I could afford this one over here. I'm going to move over here. I could afford that over there. Go somewhere that's uncomfortable. Go on over there. Yeah, it costs more out there, but go over there. Yeah, yeah it's going to put you under a little bit of stress over there, but go on over there. You might find out you can handle it. You might find out that you got enough to be able to do Oh, man, see, now you're pushing me now. Because now I got to tell you something. God don't take you nowhere he don't equip you to be. He just don't do that to you. But a lot of great things is calling you, but you think you're not equipped. God don't take you nowhere he don't equip you to be. Let go, man. Let go of your past so you can go get your future. 
quit moving back over here because I know the people over here because it's comfortable over there. It's more affordable over there. Affordable? Okay, keep on. Because I'm telling you right now, it costs no matter where you go. It costs to move forward and it costs to move backwards. I'd rather pay the cost of moving forward than to keep paying the cost of moving backwards. Because to move backwards, guess what it costs you now? Everything you've earned up until this point. And you can't keep getting it back, y'all. Stop waiting on the right time. Stop expecting your ducks to line up in a row. The right time is now. What are you waiting for? You can't build a future dabbling in your past. Stop it. Have faith. Move forward. Talk to God about it. Put it in God's hand and go see what God got for you in 2022. Those are my closing remarks. Oh, we'll see y'all tomorrow. Y'all have a good one, okay? Hey, look, talk to God. He loves to hear from For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 